0: It's the Beckler and Shauna Podcast, your daily download of X92 Nights, X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes, paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Friday, January 20th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. And that's why this is called the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Uh, nice. <laughs> Very ladylike. I'm so
0: sorry. <laughs> I. This is really weird but sometimes apples make me burp and I don't know why. Do they? Yeah. It's a very weird like pop, you know, that kind of stuff. Normal. Why was it, why would an apple make me burp? Anyway, All the
1: carbonation in those apples. Yeah,
0: big big it's... carbonated apple fan over here.
1: Anyway. Chocolate makes me sneeze. As does really minty gum peppermint and cough syrup. Yeah, Those all make me sneeze.
0: Mint gum, uh, yeah, strong strong mint gum makes me and my dad sneeze. We both yeah. have that. Yeah, that's it's weird. Possible. So does
1: the sun. I have that photo reflex or whatever when you look at the mm. sun and you sneeze. Only a certain amount of the population has it. Oh, you're so unique. Oh, man, I'm special. Well, you are so <laughs> special. <laughs> uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about something a grocery store in Edmonton has introduced. See if you think this is a good idea or not. A job that has a glaring lack of women in it. Never really thought about this before. Mm -hmm. An etymology. Don Cherry makes an appearance. A type of snob that I certainly am. The most hated people in your line of work. Uh, We're going to talk about the best pizza we ever had for the pizza chat. We stumbled across something shady that the government seems to be doing. And I think this needs to be uh, a bigger deal. And a Terry of the Month nominee... After your out of context clip of the show,
0: I'll I'll get I'll be able to get most things down. Like it takes a lot for me to actually have to get it back out of my mouth. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast.
1: I have a Terry of the Month nominee for you.
0: Oh, phenomenal! If possible.
1: This is from friend of the show Matthew. He sent this to me yesterday. Okay, uh, we've talked a bit about the new low-risk drinking guidelines in Canada, yeah. two drinks per week. We didn't really talk about how Terry's across the country are reeling from this news, though, if they've even paid any heed to it at all.
0: I was about to right? say, I think most of them just hate-ignore, you know? <laughs> like Terry- I, they probably have that that word, <laughs> muted, drinking guidelines. No. T- no Terry's no. still
1: hard on the darts. I don't think we're going to have any luck convincing him that his beer's not good for him oh, either. Oh,
0: yeah, not a chance.
1: So this guy was interviewed, it, it looks like outside of a liquor store by a, a news station in Hamlet, Hamilton, and I wish you could see him because he's got the full like '80s hair. Oh yeah, he's a full-on Terry before he even speaks. Is and he then wearing
0: he, a jean jacket?
1: What is it? Some sort of some sort of fabric? i sure. Or ACDC? And then, uh, sorry, I just have the audio here. I, okay. I got rid of the video, but yeah, that's fine. You got to hear him speak. Okay.
0: Two drinks a week. What's that going to do for you? I mean, that doesn't even get you through a day. It's heartbreaking, and I can't even believe it. What? Can I have uh, two liters of pop? Can I have two liters of pop? Well. What's more healthy, 4 beers or 2 liters of Coca-Cola? Uh, do the math. <laughs> I love him so much. I don't even know what he's really saying. Terry. About the pap? Yeah, and he's got a little bit of the rasp too from all the darts. Oh yes, two Terry. is liters a pap? God, I love he's him. It's like right he's the bat mad. Where He's like so
1: mad. 2 beers, what's that going to do for That's you? It's
0: not even a day's worth. That won't even get you through the day. That won't I mean, get that get me doesn't through even the get the hour. you through a day. It's heartbreaking and I can't even believe it. It's heartbreaking. It's it's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. I'm sorry. I didn't say the yeah. hour. That's how many I have an hour. What are you talking about? I have to switch to pop. Oh, my God. Two liters of pop. Well, what's more healthy? Four beers or two liters of Coca-Cola?
1: Oh, Do the math. Terry. Terry. It'll be okay. Uh, Angry Hamilton Terry here is Take a deep a breath. nominee for Terry the
0: Mind. I love it. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Have you ever been in a restaurant or worse yet at a friend's place having dinner when you've you've had to spit some food out? Whether oh, it's, sure. there's yeah. a bone in it or you accidentally ate something that you can't eat. Like you're a picky eater. So yes. I was like, you have, you obviously have been in this scenario.
1: I have a physical reaction to it. So what do you do?
0: Cause I feel like everybody's been there and I was like, I feel like there's a, a good way and a bad way of doing it. Like, do you take the, the serviette up to your mouth and kind of quietly just try and hmm. spit it out that way? Do you run to the bathroom and pretend that all <laughs> of a sudden you have a bad bum do you just spit it back in your hand, then slap it back on the plate? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's a way of doing this. That's
1: I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to think, and I I would imagine the times that I've had to do it, I haven't been real subtle about it. Okay, fair. Because like I said, I just like
0: I you. damn near puke. Uh, yeah. ah, what is that? Back. Oh, I- At ah. a like, nice family dinner gross. or something, just ah. Or just straight out vomit to the side <laughs> of you, vomit. like well there he
1: goes, cartoon vomit. <laughs> 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 ah. Cause Sorry. I, I've done the serviette
0: thing before. Cause sometimes I'll I'll get I'll be able to get most things down. Like it takes a lot for me to actually have to get it back out of my mouth. But it's been I've I've been there before, and I That's will try. The out of
1: context and, context uh, clip of the show. Yeah, for, sure, sure, for sure yep,
0: Yeah, I know. As I said, it I was like, oh, well, this is. Thanks for I just, like, pointing it out. A
1: note here, this time. every time
0: I say something like this, I look at you to see if you're gonna let it go or not. It's always a fun thing you and I do in the studio where somebody says, "You're like, mm-hmm, mm. okay, well, you didn't let that one fly." Anyway, but yeah, I use the serviette thing, so I will do that sometimes. That's but polite, it's still kind of obvious, right? Like, yeah, do right, you just take a big swig of water and try and force it down?
1: <laughs> just try to gut it as fast as you can, just, lube it up a bit. Yeah, just
0: all of a sudden I have to really pee, and it's just right that. <laughs> <laughs> I think your way is the best, actually. Next time it happens, <laughs> I'm just... Make a big deal of oh, it. Oh, Mike, what is this disgusting... podcast. <laughs> this isn't
1: really a conspiracy theory, but yesterday on the show, we were talking about how it seems that just this week, there's been a campaign against alcohol launched in this country.
0: Yes. And it all came from that one study that came out that said uh, you should limit to two drinks a week.
1: Yes. And which we're talking
0: about all the dangers of drinking.
1: All the different diseases that yeah. drinking is linked to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you brought up this Twitter thread from a medical historian who was skeptical of the data that they used, right?
0: Yes. He dug in a little deeper and said it looks like they were using very selective parts of the data mm. to skew things in the favor of what they wanted to get across, essentially.
1: It's an interesting read, and we can send you that that Twitter thread if you want to Again, read it but yeah. a friend of mine was listening when we talked about that he's a very smart dude lots of education he knows how to read a scientific paper yeah. and he was like I'm going to go look into this myself so he did and he felt the very same as that dude he was quite suspicious mm. of these new guidelines and the manner in which they've hit the media just looking at what it was all based on and I was like isn't that interesting Yeah, he thought it smelled a bit like propaganda and I was like "Who would who would benefit from that though and he said he he didn't know, but he's like, I wouldn't be surprised if this wasn't the pretext to raise taxes on alcohol. And uh, then just now, just minutes ago in group chat, I'm part of with this guy. Some some of our friends were sharing these links uh, and I must have missed this story. He missed it. I think you must have missed it too. But the federal government did announce that taxes are going up on alcohol this year. 6.3%.
0: Well, there you go. So That's crazy. Apparently, since
1: 2017, taxes on alcohol in this country have gone up about 17%. And now they're going up an additional 6.3% this year. Wow. So, not saying huh. that that's necessarily what's going on. But nope. the timing sure convenient, isn't it? It sure is. Just as taxes go up in 2023, because then they could say, well, it's it's so bad for you. Well, we have at, to tax it. It's look, dangerous. Look, yeah, look yeah. how dangerous it is. we We're, we're doing you a favor wow. by taxing it so heavily. Yep. I mean, we are, our alcohol in this country is already taxed so, so hard. So Yeah. Like the same bottle of liquor from Costco here compared to like parts of the States, it's like five times as much here. Yep. And that's mostly taxes.
0: Then go to places like Europe. Like, holy crap, is it cheap?
1: In some places. In some places. In some places, you're right. It's even yeah. more expensive. True. But yeah, we, I mean, we are taxed like crazy on our alcohol here. We are. And it's about to go up at the same time that all this, because we, we both thought it was a bit weird yeah. how like, one day, everybody was just talking about how bad alcohol is. And it's not like, I mean, the, we'd heard rumblings of those guidelines months ago.
0: Yes. And um, not to mention that, like, alcohol has been around since the dawn of time. Forever. It's not like it's a new thing that all of a sudden we're like, oh, no, this is really bad for you, actually. In the same week. Yeah. And here go taxes. So Holy, that- Terry <laughs> is going to be so mad. The Beckler and Shawna Podcast.
1: For Atlas Pizza, this is the Friday Morning Pizza Chat. Here I go again. I, I, I pizza. It's beautiful.
0: I don't know that one. No, it's a cover of Paul McCartney's Pizza Love Songs is what it's called. Yeah. I just like the sound of it. I actually don't know if I know the original. Nice flavor. Anyway. Very nice. uh, I have a question for you, Beckler, and I can't believe I've never asked you this before. I was thinking last night, it actually kept me up. I was like, how have I not asked Beckler the simple pizza question before? What is the best pizza you've ever had? The best pizza I've ever had. And why? Like, was it situational? Was it the type of pizza? Like, there's a lot of factors that, and I was just like, I've never flat out asked you.
1: You're going to ask me to pick my favorite kid next or what? Well, yeah.
0: That's (laughs) that's actually... Tough question. I'm curious of that as well. I've had,
1: like, pizza thousands of times in my life. I don't know if I could...
0: Okay, maybe not your best, but, like, can you narrow down one of the top...
1: I can, like, there are certain pizza incidents that stick out in my mind, okay. not necessarily because the pizza was the best, but just because it was pizza was part of if something. If you talk you know? about the
0: ghost pizza right now, I'm going to spit on you.
1: I wasn't even thinking about okay, that. Okay, Did so I tell you that story? That. No.
0: You're spit on me. Uh, my mother has so, used that before as I'm so angry I could spit. My aunt am like, said that too. Wow. Very proper. Be careful. Yeah, be careful now.
1: So I didn't spend a lot of time with my grandpa growing up. He was uh, kind of a hard man. Mm-hmm. And when I was seven, I had my thumb smashed in a door at, at school and I had to have like reconstructive surgery on it and it still doesn't bend. It was a mess. Oh, but when the cast came off, I had these pins in it and I had to go get these pins removed and everyone knew that it was going to be bad. And my grandpa was like, I'll take you. And if you're brave, we'll go for pizza after. And it's the only time I ever hung out with him one-on-one. Wow. And he took me there and it was horrible. The cast came off and my thumb was just mangled with these pins sticking out of it. And I had to get like freezing in it. And then they pulled the pins out and it was so painful. And then we went to Pizza Hut. So And that's
0: a lot the better. only
1: time I ever hung out with my grandpa, like one-on-one like that. So
0: It's crazy how pizza has a weird... Like, thing like that. Like, I can remember very distinct pizza times as well. Yeah. I remember my my mom and dad went out for dinner with my grandma, and it was one of the first time they let my sister and I just be by ourselves, and we were able to order pizza, oh. and I remember that pizza. We sat, and we watched music videos, and we ate pizza, <laughs> and I, it's a very distinct moment, and I was really young, and I have a terrible memory, so I remember that.
1: It's a great side to good times, isn't yes. it? Yes. Like it's, it's a great vehicle for good times.
0: Or the one time that we were at a pizza hut, and my parents let the kids sit at their own table, which Ooh. is also a big deal. For are grown-up. But then I was an idiot, and I decided to try and use my fork as kind of like a, what do you call it? Like, like a, a catapult? Like, yeah. So I put a ketchup packet on it, and I flung it, and I hit a woman in the face. <laughs> and the woman came over, and she was not happy with me, and I got in big trouble for that. That's another very distinct pizza time.
1: And then you weren't allowed to sit alone anymore? No.
0: No, I lost that yeah. privilege for a while. Yeah, it's And great. that's just
1: like one of a dozen great pizza stories I could remember what pizza was part of so maybe not it wasn't the best pizza I've ever had but but it was the a big part
0: the situational pizzas they're big they're big
1: I do, too, Paul. Me, too. I do. Me, too. Yeah. That's Podcast. There's a food supply expert who I follow on Twitter. I think I've mentioned him before. Sylvain Charlebois is his name. He's yeah. at Dalhousie University. And he's had some insight into, you know, food shortages during COVID and food prices right now. But he tweeted the other day that he thinks Galen Weston, who's the president of Loblaw Foods, needs to disappear for a while and take some time away as the face of the company because he said he thinks Galen Weston might be, quote, the most hated grocer in the world. Oh boy. <laughs> I thought I thought that was so funny, because I mean he's probably not wrong, but No. we don't know the names of many grocers. We sure don't. But we most people do know Galen Weston's name and he's not popular right now.
0: And thinking of a grocer as hated is hilarious so in and funny. of itself.
1: Not typically a job that you would think gets a lot of hate.
0: No, like I picture the <laughs> grocer apron on him, it's just like look at that villain. <laughs> How dare he his little glasses? Yeah. Like what the Mm, okay <laughs> the most hated grocer most in the world Grocer. who would be
1: i was trying to think of some other jobs if you could like pick a clear most hated person from a from a profession mm. and maybe whatever you do for work it's not obvious yeah you know like i don't know maybe if you're in if you're in trades like i don't know who the most hated electrician who's the, the most hated
0: plumber yeah. ever yeah is,
1: is there an answer to that mm. or because i was thinking for our job who do you think would, the, would be the most hated radio host
0: when you first said this, I was thinking, like, Joe Rogan, but he's a podcaster, right? Not Close enough. Yeah. Close enough. Maybe him?
1: I was going to say Alex Jones.
0: Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. No, it's Alex Jones it's by
1: a mile. For sure, Alex Jones. Joe Rogan, Jones. I was like,
0: so many people love him, but also because of that, some people hate him. But That's yeah. the
1: thing, though, is I think any answer to this is going to be somebody who is both loved Polarizing. and hated, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. you got be well yep. to be well-known enough, and if you're obviously successful then, so yeah. you're going to get love, you're going to get hate. Totally. Like and what about other jobs? Like, who would be the most hated police officer in the world? Hmm. Would it be the guy who killed George Floyd? Perhaps. Derek Chauvin? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, how many how many other police officers' names do you know? It's true. Who would be the most hated doctor in the world?
0: Well, Doctor Phil, obviously. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: not a doctor. Anymore. No, doctor, not a doc- I Was that Doctor Oz? Yeah. Like, Someone like that? I mean, his
0: name is super well known. Yeah. There's probably doctors who have done much worse things, though. I would think so, yeah. Every time we talk about this, then I gravitate toward, like, yeah, somebody who's committed some sort of horrible crime. And there's been some doctors who have done some horrible things. Like, Like, killed a bunch
1: of patients, serial killer doctors and stuff. someone like, would be the most
0: hated. I just don't know their names. What about, like, the most hated billionaire?
1: Oh, it's Elon Musk. Is it even close?
0: Or would it be, like, Kim Jong-un?
1: If, yeah, you don't if really you don't consider him uh, like among billionaires, but he would probably be a billionaire. Or Putin. Yeah. Or, yeah.
0: Yeah. Putin I mean, might be the most of thing. Yeah.
1: Who's the most hated pro athlete? I was trying to think of this. I looked it up and in terms of like who gets the most hate online, apparently it's LeBron James and it's not even close. Oh. He gets the most hate on online because he's very outspoken, it's a polarizing player. But again, you gotta be good.
0: OJ Simpson. <laughs>
1: Could be someone like that, or even this article I read that uh, with, with the, the stats on LeBron James that was written before Kyrie Irving said a bunch of anti-Semitic stuff. So maybe uh, that would okay. have yep. have changed
0: since Shifting then. Shifting now,
1: yeah. But you have to be both good enough that people care, yep, and loved, but also very hated. Totally, very hated. Yeah, huh. it's a weird. It's weird. It'd be weird to know that you're like the most hated in your profession, wouldn't it? you have to go through life. Until
0: like you're the most hated grocer, and then I would just <laughs> laugh. I'd be like, all right. The
1: Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Got a message. I can't find it now, but it said uh, electricians are the most hated tradespeople. Oh. Almost, or, or the safety inspector on site is the... I think a lot of people look at the safety inspector and think, oh, that guy's not doing anything, right? Yeah. They're just, yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. They even wear a different colored hard hat on certain sites. just a really
0: this so everybody Se- knows who the most hated person is.
1: <laughs> there he, there he, goes, he or Target <laughs> him! <laughs> um, friend of the show, Chris, said it, the most hated trades person is whoever worked on the job last. Mm. You take over a job, whoever worked on it last, the person didn't. They had no idea what they were doing, right?
0: Definitely. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> the Beckler and Shawna Podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. They're building houses in the community of Midtown in Airdrie. centrally located... Great for pedestrians, amenities nearby. They got a pond and a bridge, and they're building three types of homes there. Single-family detached homes, front-drive homes, uh, paired homes, and lane homes. If you want more information, shanehomes.com communities. Shane Homes, the better way to build. Hey, guys, I think Dr. Mangala wins most hated doctor. <sighs> yeah, see, he's not alive anymore, though, right? No, no, not long since. Then. Um, yeah, that guy was a real jerk, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. He was not a nice guy. No, <laughs> he was. Yeah, it'd be someone like that for sure. Yeah. And I imagine that Pete the Plumber is probably the most hated local plumber because of those awful commercials. I was going to say I was Pete the, say the that Plumber, too.
0: but on the other hand, I, I, is it hate? Like again, he's got annoying commercials, but I I like Pete the Plumber. Like, I, think everybody... I think
1: that's the extent of it. It's just a commercial. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I was talking to a plumber recently who was just talking about how much Pete overcharges and stuff. And I was uh, like, ah, okay. so maybe he isn't well thought of in the plumbing business. I don't oh, know. Oh,
0: Okay. Right. Yeah, be,
1: yeah absolutely. Yeah. I wonder
0: if he can overcharge, though, because of his reliability, no? <laughs> yeah. you know? So for
1: his... Commercials are so good. Yeah, so you're paying overhead. for
0: his commercials. <laughs> what do you do for work? <laughs>
1: I test uh, high-voltage power equipment, so it's a very niche uh, occupation. What's the
0: most hated (laughs) high-voltage equipment? I don't even know what you just said. (laughs) Uh,
1: There's a group in BC that do some pretty crappy work, but uh, (laughs) I don't know anybody's name. Uh, Well, well,
0: I think you guys are the best two uh, radio DJs. Oh, go to the well, you just uh, made our Friday. Well, thank we're gonna you. We're going to go on the weekend feeling so damn good. <laughs> I've been
1: listening to you guys for, oh man, I don't know, probably around 10 years now. And oh, uh, thanks for
0: all the, uh, the good times. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was laughing the other day, Beckler, because when we were talking about the out of bed banger and how it wakes you up in the morning, you were like, well, I don't drink coffee. So this really helps me. It's all natural.
1: This is, this is true. The out of bed banger. If you are only up now, Yes. Uh, First thing in the morning, we play like a a, kind of a weird song. Yes. A song from Deep in the Library that is off format that we wouldn't normally play. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to wake up. But you're right. I don't drink coffee.
0: Yep. And uh, I've noticed you've mentioned this before,
1: how you don't drink coffee.
0: And I hate to say it, but I think you may fall into a category of being an anti-coffee snob.
1: I can't deny it. Yeah, I'll wear that badge proudly.
0: Because there are coffee snobs, no doubt. And then there is a group of people who definitely like to make it very clear that they do not drink coffee. Oh, I don't need coffee. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah.
1: Guilty right here. You know what it is? It's because we, like, I, I don't need anything to help fall asleep, usually. Mm-hmm. Don't need anything to help wake up. And we work these ungodly hours, yeah. right? And not only do we work, do we get up so bloody early, we have to be on when we wake up, right? We. Do. We. We, we, have, we can't, we got to be ready to go when we get here. And I'm... Proud of the fact that I do all that naturally and don't rely on anything to do it. Yeah. So you are proud which of is that. Rare, I think, for a morning show.
0: It's true. So um, yeah, I have two extra large coffees every morning. <laughs> that being said, it's funny because it's just a habit. It's just something that I treat myself to. Like some people, I find if they don't drink a coffee, talk about how like they they can't function. Yeah,
1: that's an addiction. Like they like, are. Oh, don't even talk to me till I've had my coffee. Yeah, which what if I said, don't even talk to me till I've had two beers. It's fair. It's so like you have a problem, man. Uh
0: but <laughs> you do have pre workout and stuff that you, you take when you pump up to go to the gym and stuff. For that. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I c- but not for can your go without. Right. I'm not hooked on it. No. Yeah. Uh, um, and I wouldn't say I'm I'm hooked on coffee, but no? I, I do it you, as an enjoyment.
1: If you didn't have coffee in the morning, how would it go for you? It would be the same. You'd be fine. Yeah.
0: Oh. Well, when I go away and stuff and I like there's times where I don't have coffee and I'm I'm fine, but I do like the taste of this coffee. And it's mostly half milk right now anyway. So, you so have two it's a little extra
1: largest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's something I'll that you can kind of sip on. and All right. Okay. Anyway, you're being an anti-coffee snob. Again, they an are anti, a type of snob.
1: Definitely an anti-coffee mm-hmm. snob. Yeah. That is me. Oh, I don't need coffee to wake up. I'm stimulated by the possibility of a new day.
0: (laughs) Mm. Oh, I have enough energy in my natural body. I don't need artificial stimulants.
1: (laughs) Yes, I do slam caffeine in other forms any chance I get, but I do not drink coffee. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any idea how much you spend on that watery tar? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well, when I need energy...
1: I just take a quick snort of my own coffee-less farts, and that seems to do the trick.
0: <laughs> okay, I have to- I have to say this one because it's the exact same, it's really funny. I don't need coffee beans, I eat regular beans, and then wake up to the smell of my own freshly roasted farts. <laughs> we are immature. We smell <laughs> oh, those. fair trade farts,
1: oh, that's I hope disgusting. so. <laughs> The Beckler and Shauna Podcast got a message from friend of the show Andrew, and he said, "Are you aware that Don Cherry has a chain of sports bars and grills named after him?"
0: I was aware of this. I did too. I like. I
1: knew he had a restaurant chain, but I didn't a chain. I didn't know there were any left.
0: I've like, gone to the one. Is there one in Saskatoon? Because I
1: there was at one point, and I feel like there was maybe one in Calgary at one point too. Oh, interesting. Um, but the closest one now would be in Cranbrook. There's also oh. one in Vernon. There's one in Salmon Arm. There's one in uh, Smithers in Northern BC where I used to live, but it wasn't there when I lived there, so it must be newer. Interesting. Uh, a bunch in Ontario, but yeah, uh, still still going pretty strong. 16 locations across Canada for Don Cherry Sports Bar and Grill. What do you think wow. it's like in
0: there, Shauna? Oh man.
1: Cherry Sports Girl, 16 locations in good Canada, places like Perry Sound, Ontario, Homa Bobby or Cranbrook, BC, home of Steve Wiserman, no locations
0: in Quebec, I don't much like the French. The French eat food too, Don.
1: I'll bring the kids, get them some mozzarella sticks on the ice, box in deep dish pizza, make some inappropriate comments to the servers and everything like that.
0: Don, you're... You're encouraging guests to harass your wait staff now.
1: I can handle it. They're not soft. We don't hire Europeans. Only good Canadian boys and girls in the odd Filipino. All right, support the chips. Let's go. The Beckler and Shauna
0: podcast. Etymology
1: with Shauna.
0: So I learned the origin of the term porcelain yesterday. And this is a journey, okay? It comes from the Italian persilana, which literally translates to cowrie shell. Now, do you know what a, a cowrie shell is?
1: No, but I think I've heard Jack Johnson mention it in a song.
0: Okay, so it's those white shells that you see, seashells that you see on the beach, but they kind of fold over. They look a bit like pasta shells. Yeah. Uh, So that's a cowrie shell. Um, But they have a really shiny outer surface, just like porcelain. So that's why they gave porcelain that name, because it looks the same as the shiny outer surface of those cowrie shells. Really? So that's that. Uh, And then it goes even deeper. Those shells get their name from the Italian word Porcella, which means young sow. And the reason is because the shell looks kind of like a young sow's genitals.
1: Well, that I'm not going to Google. No. Nope. just Googled the shell.
0: Yep. And if you look at the shell itself, cowrie <laughs> shell, you can see where maybe it
1: Yeah. Okay. But resembles resembles as much genitals. as anything does. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch for sure. But a lot of people back then have dirty minds just like they do now. So and just
1: time on their hands, absolutely. I guess, Absolutely, yeah. You internet. know what that
0: looks like? It looks like a pig's genitals. <laughs>
1: they didn't have the last of us. They nope, had to look pig at pigs. genitals and come up with names for them.
0: For sure. Uh, so
1: also what we do.
0: Yes, it is absolutely what we do, but this is where porcelain got its name. Porcelain actually really means pig's genitals. Hmm. So next time you're on the toilet, think about that, okay?
1: Sitting on the old...
0: Made in the old <laughs> pig, pig genital <laughs> throne. <laughs>
1: Porcelain flooring, too. Any of that? Oh yeah, yeah. That's gonna walking on pig genitals. That's gonna change your opinion, Mona. Etymology with Shauna, the Beckler and
0: Shauna podcast. I don't know
1: how this came up yesterday, but you and I were just sitting around here talking off the air, and we we realized that there are almost no female car salespeople. I know. There are very, very few females in... And I mean, over the years, you and I have done lots of work with car dealerships. We've done live on locations and that sort of thing. Get to know some of these people. Almost no women working in the sales side of things.
0: And I was trying to figure out why that is. Like, I assume it's just because if if a guy, for example, is, is buying a vehicle, he would rather talk to a guy because he would assume that they would know more. About vehicles. And I know that that sounds awful, but that would be my initial reaction as to why that would be, right?
1: There would be some old school men who would come in there, oh, I know more than you about this, right? Yeah. But I'm wondering if that wouldn't be offset by the number of people who might trust a woman more.
0: Interesting. To purchase
1: a vehicle from a woman, especially other women.
0: Yeah. You're right. It seems like there'd be a market for it. There really really Yeah.
1: Because if you think of every other type of sales... Of like big sales like that, the, women are represented, right? There are plenty of female realtors. For well, example. and I was They're,
0: comparing this to real estate, for example. Yeah, like, yeah. I said there's a lot of female realtors, and you'd think that it's kind of in the similar vein. It's a big purchase, so why would a female not do well in car sales as well?
1: I think. Well, in that instance, I think that women often drive the house purchase. Mm. In a, if you're ta- if we're talking about a heterosexual marriage or yep. heterosexual couple buying, I f- I feel like women often like when we bought our house ultimately it was what McKenna wanted right like she was the one who really had to sign off on it
0: but there's all those like LA you know shows that you see on TV where all the women are super hot and (laughs) they sell these single guys their houses and I was like you'd think that that same tactic would work maybe in car sales but it doesn't really seem to the same way
1: interesting yeah and like you know, if I was picking a realtor, the gender of the realtor would not even no. cross my mind. Right. I know. It wouldn't matter. In the, I wouldn't even think of it. Me neither. But would you, if you were purchasing a... Maybe just because it would be so out of the ordinary to walk into a, a dealership and have a, a female salesperson approach you. Yeah. It I, is weird, though, because it is basically men across the board.
0: And I think I would prefer a woman.
1: Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, would the, would would it not be right for the Pickens if there was a woman with sales experience who wanted to sell vehicles, knew about
0: vehicles? Yeah, and it sounds awful, but I think the only reason though is because I've I've had some guys that I've had not great experiences with. So I think if I saw a woman, I'd be like, well, let's try that gender then. Yeah, if that's better. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I don't know, you don't know if you saw this Beckler, but a uh, Sobeys in Edmonton just opened a slow lane for those who want to chat. Really? So if you're maybe a little bit older, you have some time to kill and you want somebody to chat with, it's a slow lane. So you can actually go to a cashier that's down to chat with you and <laughs> take your time as you check out, which I think is awesome.
1: Yeah, uh, it's awesome for the customer who wants to chat. and It's yep. awesome for the employee who likes to chat. Totally. Too,
0: so. uh, I was wondering, though, do you think that they could also open a fast lane? Like for when, and I'm not talking, I know there's the express items, right? Where it's a limited number of items, but I'm talking about a lane where they don't talk to you and they're really efficient and just getting you through there.
1: Right. People aren't going to dawdle. They're going to be ready to go. They're going to bag quickly. They're going to.
0: Something like that. Because hmm. there are times and places for both. Like we've chatted recently about how there's one cashier that I actually avoid when I'm in a rush because he loves to chat. And I like that most of the time, but sometimes you just need a speedy checkout. Yeah. And sometimes I'll do, you know, self-checkout until I have a bunch of items that I have to look out, look up rather. Yeah. And in that case, then I want to go to the guy who knows all the codes and, you know, can kind of do it quickly.
1: It's almost like how with Uber, is it, is it Uber now? You can select your level of conversation in some places that yeah. you want? like you're, So, that's yeah, I, I think there's a space for that. I think Maybe so, too. Maybe you could even like... Are the people in line kind of chatting with each other, too? Because they're all a bunch of chatty Cathy's who yeah. are... That'd be nice. Maybe you could meet someone there, hey? You totally you could. could. This is kind of a side note, but a, a guy I know, he met his new girlfriend at the Walmart in Lloydminster. He cold approached her. They, like, passed each other in an aisle, and he's wow. like, oh, I should have said something. And then they met in the next aisle, and he's like, okay, was I can't miss my opportunity. So he gave her daughter, who was with her, five bucks and said, go get yourself a treat. I want to talk to your mom for a second. And now they're dating. I was like, that is the most game I've ever heard of. First of all, there are no women in Lloyd Minster. Yeah. There are no single women he in found Lloyd the Minster. One. And he found one in a Walmart. She was lost. Cold. Like the charisma that you need to pull that off. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe for singles too, the slow line would be all right. Grocery hey.
0: stores are decent for meeting people though. Like I've been, you know, I've flirted with and potentially Ooh. picked up at a grocery store before, it I is a haven't. good spot for that because you're kind of cruising the aisles and a lot of the time you're alone. So it's a little bit less intimidating than if you're with friends. And
1: Maybe I'm just unattractive. <laughs> I've never been flirted with at the grocery store.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, this man, though, at that store that I frequent should sign up to be the slow lane man. Like, yeah. I, I, again, I love him, but last time I was talking to him, I knew his entire life story by the end, like how he and his wife met and how they're now happily married and how she was recently a victim of fraud and how they played. Plan to go on vacation next month and their dog's middle name and i was wow. like did you ever think that maybe you were frauded because you tell every single person that passes by your till your entire life story. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast.
1: Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Parent homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side.
0: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X 92.9. Monday through Friday 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x92.9.ca And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna download daily to whatever device you use. Later.